I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! We are getting closer. You just heard Chris mention it right there. We're giving away a pair of tickets for Game 6, Staples Center on Thursday night. So make sure that people are plugged in. And I don't know if it's happening to you on Twitter, Slee, but it's happening to me. Ryan says, hey, Trav, if I promise to take you, can we end this right now? Mm. No, it doesn't work quite like that. Uh, Slee's going to explain how we're going to do this a little bit later on. But uh, no, you cannot offer to take me or Slee and get the ticket. Slee's going to be in anyway because Slee's a big shot and he goes to all the games. But uh, no, you get a chance to win some tickets and you get to take a friend. So make sure that you're listening uh, well, here, for this last final hour. And here's what's crazy, too. The fact that Trav is willing to pick you up wherever you live <laughs> and take you down to Staples Center, wait outside uh, until the game ends and then take you back home. It's it's one of the most generous things any uh, any host here in ESPN has ever done. So we appreciate it, Travis. Yeah, everybody knows that I'm all known about how magnanimous I am along the way. This one's from Francis in Glendale. It says, those 17 pieces of toast were all ends. So maybe your maybe your idea is getting some traction, Slee. That's what I'm talking the, the, about the, right the there. end pieces of the – by the way, if we're talking Texas toast, an end piece is not the end of the world. That's not that for most things, the end piece sucks. But for a Texas toast, not the end of the world. Looking for investors, uh, starting a company of <laughs> ends only. That's what we're going to call them, ends only. I, I know you think you dodged a bullet that we kind of ended this segment and Travis is going to forget and he's not going to mention it and we'll just keep it moving. I, I, I heard and I've logged that you've never eaten at Cane's and I'm going to judge you for it. And so we, we, we will is circle that like a back must to that. Play? But is that a must pretty place? Good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. It, I mean, it's it's chicken fingers, and but they're good chicken fingers. Where are and they? I don't even know. I've, they're I've all seen over every down here in Orange County. I yeah. know that they started in the south. I want to say that they're, they're starting to pop up a, a lot now. Yeah, around yeah. area. You know, you, we'll, we'll follow me, Slee. Follow but, me. I'll, but, I'll lead us to that, the promised land. But are you that shocked? Like, is it that much of a, a shock to you? That I yeah, every once there? in a while you'll hit me with something that's so like when you didn't know how to order an In-N-Out, that caught me by surprise. That you've never been to Cane's. Take a hamburger with cheese. Surprise. They're like, what? what <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheeseburger and, um, uh, yeah, that's it. You, gotta, you, gotta you guys do that. Whoppers here? <laughs> God, no, nobody does that. Let's not be crazy along the way. All right, so here's what happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. When we were going in on Friday. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, remember we did that. I got some good feedback on this, too, that one of the bits that people liked was our great moments in Clipper history when we were, you know, talking about uh, Michael Olawakandi and Benoit Benjamin bringing two left shoes and Mm -hmm. them blowing 3-1 leads and all those things. It was well-received. But something interesting happened. On Friday, they were down 2-0, and then they won. And a lot of people were running their mouth, including me. Here they go again. Right here they go again. The Clippers are going to Clippers. And it, it's fun. It's fun to pile on. I get it. They win on Friday. They win again on Sunday. They're coming back here to L.A. And here's what I'm here to tell you, Slee. The Clippers have never been more dangerous than they are right now. The Clippers have never been in a better position than they're in right now, and here's why. The Western Conference is wide open. 
you've watched the Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies. And yep. the Memphis, Memphis is game, and they play hard, and John Morant's a scary dude. But they're giving it to Utah. Utah's in a dogfight, right? I know that they're, Utah's going to win the series, but they have to fight hard to win that series. Utah does not look like a team that's getting ready to cruise into the NBA Finals. We've seen the Suns. We've seen the Lakers. We've seen Dallas. Dirk, or not Dirk, uh, uh, Luka can't turn his head. His neck or his back or whatever is preventing it. That doesn't look right. Portland and Denver, not really super scary. Right now, mm-hmm. right now, the Clippers have hit that point where we got nothing to lose. Everybody already thinks we're chumps anyway. Everybody always thinks we're the guys that blow it anyway. We're the guys that are going to spit the bit on a 3-1 lead. We're the guys that are going to get swept despite being a high. We're the team that dodged the Lakers to get the, the, the Mavs, and we're going to get punched in the mouth. All of those things, they had to hear it already. And now that they've tied up, they've got some momentum, they kind of have the who gives a blank gear in full mm-hmm. effect. I think the Clippers right now, again, this could change by the end of the night, but right now I feel like the Clippers are the team to beat in the Western Conference. As weird as that sounds from five days ago, it feels very, very true to me right now. I actually don't think a lot of people would disagree with you. I think there's a lot of people that are kind of saw the way they dismantled Dallas in Dallas and are starting to think, okay, are Clippers starting to hit that gear? Are they going to have enough confidence here? I, I'm not there. and I, I, To be honest with you, I'm not there yet, and I don't think I will be for a while. Let me explain what I mean. Um, they're still tied to a piece against the Dallas Mavericks. This is mm-hmm. I didn't think this was a series. No. And I'm not, I'm not surprised that the Clippers, if they win the next two – and they you know, win this series four games to two, especially if Luka's not feeling 100%, that's not going to really be a shock. The only shock from this point on, if Dallas gets another game and then they got to go to seven, that that's uh, – I, I would say that um, Clippers played a lot more games than I thought they would in the first round. But why – explain to me this. Why should anybody get overly excited about what the Clippers have done so far? They dropped two games at home at Staples Center. That's their problem. Obviously, they responded well in Dallas. The next series for me, you're, you're right about the Jazz. They've been in dogfights. Game three, game four against Memphis. They're up three games to one. They're going to wrap it up in game five when that game's back at Utah. But they're one possession games in the fourth quarter at, at some point, And then Utah will go on a run. They'll end up winning by 10 or whatever the case is. The way Clippers churn heads is that next round where you got the Utah Jazz, who was the number one seed, mm-hmm. and they have home court advantage. If you come out in that second round, and let's say you beat the Jazz four games to one, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just you just take control. Dis- take control. You dismantle the Jazz. And then, by the way, that's the furthest you've ever been. Then I'm with you. Then then I think you can make a legitimate argument. This really has more to do with the fact, too, that we don't know what Anthony Davis's health is. And Lakers got to get but, out of this but, first round. Well, for sure. And the Anthony Davis, I think we do know what his health is. It's bad, right? And that doesn't mean he can't come back and play. But he already had a knee. Now he's got uh, – he had the calf earlier in the, in the season, which caused him to miss all that time. Now he's got a groin. So, you know, that whole kinetic chain, once one thing starts to hurt, you start to favor the other thing. He, he, he's, he's not going to be great, I, I don't think, health-wise. Now, hopefully I'm wrong, and hopefully he plays great. But you, you used a phrase there that I think is interesting. You said, you know, to get overly excited about the Clippers. Here's why. The, it was the perfect opportunity for them to pack it in. They're down 2-0. They're going back to Dallas. There's They're really, down 30-11 you know, in Game 3 on the road. Remember right, that, too. Right. Came out, looked bad early. They fall behind by, you know, 19 points. And you're thinking, okay, here it comes. This is good. They're going to roll. Kawhi's going to leave. Paul George is going to be their best player moving forward. They don't have a draft pick until the year 22-46. Like, it's over, right? And they won. 
And then they came back in game four and they won again. It's that we were kind of, at least I was, I was kind of making fun of Ty Lue, kind of making fun of Paul George, but, oh, there's no panic here. It, it, it could be that they, they hit that I don't give a damn moment. I don't care. I'm, I'm tired of listening to all this. I'm just going to go out there and play. If we win, fine. If we lose, whatever. They're going to they're gonna kick me in the teeth anyway. I'm just going to – and the guy that has nothing to lose that's also super talented is a really dangerous guy, right, they, because they're not playing tight. They're not playing loose, and maybe this is exactly what they needed. Maybe they needed to be written off before it had actually ended. So I, I don't think any of this stuff applies to Kawhi because I just don't think any of this stuff applies to Kawhi. Sure. But the rest of the guys, Paul George in particular, could have that, you know what, I already heard everything somebody's saying about it. I might as well just go out there and play. If I lose, what difference does it make? It's the same thing. It's a dangerous group when you get to there. Utah's got a legitimate chance to be in the Western Conference Finals. Legitimate chance. So let me just put it this way. If Clippers want to turn some heads, go beat the Utah Jazz. And I don't think anybody's going to really pay much attention. It's great what they're doing right now, and I get the momentum has just kind of shifted towards the Clippers, and everybody's saying, wow, look at the Clippers. They blew out the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas is not a good comp. That's not a good example um, I, I guess you could say in the Western Conference, that's what they're supposed to be doing. So I'm not going to look at the Clippers any differently until they play that Utah Jazz team, which I think could you don't easily give them any go. credit for being down 2-0 against one of the best players in the league and then coming back to win a series potentially. They get nothing for that. Trav, why were they down 0-2 against Dallas? Why'd you drop Dallas? Why'd you drop the lights out? Sounds good, but why'd you drop two games in a row at home at Staples Center? You're the, you know, you're supposed to be the team that is below the Lakers or right at the same level as the Lakers. The series is tied two-two against the Mavs in round one, four games into the series. So, I'm not saying I don't give them credit. I'm just not kind of sitting here with pom pom saying, "Wow, the Clippers are the greatest team I've ever seen," because. What they've accomplished up to this point, you could actually make the case that they've – the fact that the series is tied to a piece to Dallas, which I think, again, they're going to eventually beat the Dallas Mavericks, get to the second round, and they'll face Utah. The fact that it's tied at two is not impressive to me, even though they had two impressive games on the road. All right, so who is the team to beat in the Western Conference? 877-710-ESPN and ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I, I agree with you halfway when you said, you know, just because they won a couple of games doesn't mean that they're the most impressive team in the Western Conference. It's That's half of it. Mm-hmm. But the other half is, who else in the West looks like, you know what, nobody can beat those guys. Nobody. Right there, there's no and look, I I've got my fingers, toes, and everything else crossed that the Lakers pull this thing out tonight. That the Lakers win this in six games and they buy themselves a little bit of time to get healthy going into the second round. That Anthony Davis is growing heels. That his knee feels good. That it, that LeBron's ankle continues to get better. I, I'm hopeful of all those things, but nobody that's watched the Lakers through these first four games is feeling. Oh man, those guys. It felt like it after Game Three, right? Didn't it, Sleeve? Where Game Three, like there it is. There it is. That's what we've been waiting three months for. And then one more game goes by. It went right back to right it. Back, right back where mm-hmm. we were. So I, it's kind of funny. Because if I said right now, Trav, you get, the, you get to pick one team to represent the West today. One team that you're taking to represent the Western Conference. Are you taking the Clippers? Who are they playing? Just play out the scenario. This is we're sitting here today that you know the seating that they go through, you know the seating that the Lakers go through, right? And you know yeah. whether it's Utah or Phoenix, and there's a lot of question marks around the Lakers. I'm with you. By the way, after Game Three, you did start thinking, "Here we go." 
Here I, we go. I, that I that switch just two, came on. I mm-hmm. said after game two, if they win game three, I think they win the series. Now, it's a big if, but they did win game two. They have won game, or game three. They did win game four. And here we are. And I think to answer your question, Slee, I think they beat anybody they play in the Western Conference Finals except the Lakers. I think if somebody else comes out of that half of the draw, I think the Lakers and just the Laker uniforms, LeBron James's presence, hopefully Anthony Davis's mm-hmm. presence, I think that's the fact that every person in that building not named Steve Ballmer is going to be rooting for the Lakers. I think that's probably the difference there. But if it's anybody else, if it's anybody else coming, whether so who would that be? That would mean it's Phoenix, Dallas, or Phoenix, Denver, or Portland, right? So it's one of those teams. I think they beat any of those others. Yeah, I, I, I think if they get past the Utah Jazz, I, I think that's a dogfight. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination what the Clippers got in front of them. And that's maybe this is part of the reason why I took a step back and I could kind of say to myself, there's too much being made about the Clippers right now. There's too just too much being made. I'm not saying they didn't play two great games in Dallas, but I think you know how it, how it swings, Trav. This is not uncommon where just uh, – Lakers will win a game. All of a sudden, every conversation is starting to go towards the Lakers. Every conversation is now starting to go towards the Clippers. I think Clippers got a dogfight with the Utah Jazz. I don't believe anything in the Clippers until you get a chance to watch up in round That's two, right. see how they do against the Utah Jazz. Yeah, no, the, the, the show-me thing with the Clippers is, is a very fair reaction to all of this. Let's go to L.A. and Victor. Victor, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's happening? Yeah, I was just calling uh... – to say basically that I think that the Clippers are the most dangerous team in the Western Conference right now. Um, I think last year in the bubble was kind of an anomaly, an off year for everyone. And, you know, you could see that there was no chemistry there. They didn't have a consistent roster all year last year. Uh, but the story is different this year. I think, you know, they've got momentum going into the uh, postseason. Uh, they've got the chemistry and they've got the uh, a nice balance in their squad between, uh, you know, veteran leadership, you know, the additions of uh, Rondo now and uh, some of the pieces they had last year. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Victor. Um, Trav, by the way, that that is kind of fun. That, it is interesting when you put it that way, when it's who's got a better shot right now at this stage to make the NBA Finals, the Lakers or the Clippers. You can easily make conversations, obviously, on both ways. And I know for the Lakers, front, a lot of it's going to still hinge on, uh, hinge on the health of Anthony Davis. Yeah, no, look, right now it's the Clippers. I mean, I don't like saying that. I wish I was wrong, but right now, it's it's the the AD health factor takes the Lakers from the favorites to right in the middle of the pack. And even if he comes back, right? Let, let let's say Anthony Davis doesn't play tonight, does play on Thursday. By the way, you have a chance to win a pair of tickets to Thursday night's game right here on Travis and Slee coming. Travel will pick you up. Show. I, I, maybe we'll see. Maybe probably not, but you never know. Um, even if he comes back and plays in Game Six and looks okay, it's still it's it's. I've hit the point with Anthony Davis where. I, I just don't know. If he's there, I'm optimistic because he's a good player. But every time he goes up, every time he goes down, you're kind of holding your breath that something bad didn't happen. Just gotta get, you just got to get past round one because I actually think this first-round matchup against Phoenix is tougher than what they got in the second round with Denver or Portland. And, Trav, uh, even if they, if they lose tonight, if Lakers lose tonight, um, I tried setting this up a little bit earlier. You're going to have – this is, you know, the most important game in Phoenix and God knows how long, back since the Steve Nash days, right? The place is going to be rocking. They know they got an opportunity if Anthony Davis isn't there. I'd be I, – I, I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, the Lakers lose game five if Anthony Davis isn't there. But even if they lose, I still think they can win six and seven and get out of round one. I really do. I, I genuinely feel that way. 
All right, so what is the absolute minimum that they can get from LeBron James tonight and still win the game? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Don't forget, Slee and I are giving away a pair of Laker tickets. We're going to give them away before the end of the day, and you're going to want to start thinking Lakers. That's uh, Is that yeah. as much of a hint as you want to give them, Slee? Yeah, it's good enough. Know your, know your Phoenix Suns trivia. No, you're good. You don't need, to, <laughs> yeah. you don't need Suns who, trivia. Who wore – Who Alvin Adams' best point per season was <laughs> – to drop something like that in there, Alvin Adams. I was he was. Al, I, I lived in Phoenix as a kid for a while, and that's Alvin Adams the was their best player scorer in Suns yeah. history. Don't don't be an Alvin Adams fan like nine year old Travis Rogers. That doesn't end well for you. Um, so Slee, are you gonna make it through this week? I'm a little okay. I'm a little worried about. Let you. me set this up for those who <laughs> do not know. Um, I laid out a scenario. This was actually three weeks ago or so. I got my COVID shot number one. Right, I got the uh, um, got the Pfizer shot. And I had laid out the story of I happened to do it at a local Vons, was incredibly <laughs> confused when I pulled up. Um, I'm like, guys, I think I'm here for the Pfizer shot. Yeah, go right down, see where the sparkling water is, just head back towards the pharmacy there. And then when I got to the pharmacy, they tell me after they kind of do the paperwork, yeah, just go right along the bread aisle, and I'm watching, looking at rotisserie chicken while I'm going to get my uh, – Those are good, by the way. <laughs> Always well, get the one that looks a little over as opposed to a little – a little over on those rotisseries is the best way to do it. Go ahead. Uh, I love that of everything I just said. You just found a way to give a rotisserie chicken Well, it's tip. the thing I care the most about. <laughs> you, you, by the way – do not like Costco rotisserie chicken, which they're is too big. I'm a little surprised. They're too big. They're I mean they're not terrible, but they're too big. They, they, the in, the interior it's it, yeah they're too big. Let's just leave it at that. You uh you should do when I don't know how to do this. Maybe Saturday after Kirk Morrison does his show, you do a one hour food show. Just kind of do your thing. Okay, I kind of do already. It's just not on the radio. It's kind of wherever I, who I happen to be with. You know what you know what you know what you're doing wrong with your food. Let me explain all the things that are wrong on your plate. <laughs> That's, that would be my, my show. Say, Let me but, tell you how many things you're getting wrong when you order your food. When you say this to me and you say it as if you're a parent to me, you say, only one right answer. I'm like, <laughs> Trev, can I get a second here to give my own opinion? <laughs> only one right answer. That's yeah. the way you typically explain things when it comes to food. Okay. Well. So <laughs> COVID shot number two is this afternoon dun, dun, dun. at 1 p.m. So I got a couple questions for you because this is not one of those, hey, I just got my COVID shot in the afternoon and I'm just going to lay low for the next 48 hours and everything's (laughs) going to be okay. This is what's on the schedule here, okay? So we do the show this morning. Later tonight, I'll have pre, half, and post. Tomorrow morning, we're back. 7 o'clock, we'll start our first call. We'll do our show 9 to 11. Tomorrow night, I have Lakers talk. Turn back around. Turn back around Thursday morning and do this show. Turn back around, do Lakers pre-half and post for game six. And then one more show with Clinton Yates coming up this Friday because you're taking the day off. Yep. So it, it's not like, Trav, you know when people say kind of kick back and relax after COVID shot number two? 
That's not happening. When tell me, tell me again, you're getting it at noon today, one p.m. Oh, okay. So that's that's actually better news, because my understanding is usually the people that get walloped by the second shot, and mm-hmm. it, you just never know. I I got super lucky with my second. I had nothing. I was absolutely fine. But I was Moderna, your Pfizer, so who knows? Everybody's a little different. But usually the symptoms kick in about twelve hours later. So by one o'clock, you'll be home. So I'll you'll be, be okay. That's right. You, you you will be okay by then. The question is, tomorrow morning you may will be, I be okay shivering and vomiting and feel like you got hit by a truck. So that may be a problem for me. So now I'm concerned because if if you were just laid up, that's a that's a that's a SP. That's a Sliwa problem. Yep. But now that it might affect Travis, now we're now we're now we're entering TP area. Travis problems. You so went, I'm, I'm worried about you. I hope it works out. You went with you had like such a smile on your face to kind of hear everything play out, and you're like, oh, Slee was screwed. And then when you started realizing well, that it math. might affect your show, <laughs> uh, that everything changed. Okay, so you you have – what's your recommendation? What do I do? You took COVID shot number two. You said that – what yep. did you do? Tons and tons and tons of water was what I was told by the nurse who administered my shot mm-hmm. and by – my wife is also a nurse. She she suggested – by the way, there's nothing better than kind of t- tweaking her a little bit. You know, the nurse at the clinic told me to take some water. You know, that she, yeah, I've been telling you that for two weeks. Uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, but, but the nurse at the clinic, she obviously knows because she's administering this. I, I, do, I do the shots at my hospital. I don't know. Just, I'm just messing with you. Yes, lots and lots of water sleep. And if you can, get some sleep because you can maybe sleep through the rough patch if you, that's get, not if you get a little bit. Yeah, it's not so happening. I'm not, but you could go, so let's say you crash at 1 or one thirty. okay? Mm-hmm. You can sleep till. 7 30 8 o'clock before we hit travis and Slee. so you got a chance to power out you know seven eight hours that might okay. help you through it all right so a lot of water that's it just a lot of water that's that's my only okay. and cross your fingers and hope you get lucky because i know some people that are in really good shape they uh-huh. take very good care of themselves that have never been sick a day in their life they took that second shot and got waylaid just if anybody smashed by if, it. if anybody's <laughs> got their covid shot today at the vons in pasadena <laughs> Say hello. I'll be at aisle nine. I'll be at aisle nine. Right next to the uh, pita chips and the uh, grapes. It'll be it'll be perfect. It's a uh, it's it's a nice market. It's a nice market. All right, LeBron's going to have to carry a lot tonight, right? He, he uh, Funch, grab that that cut from him talking about his shoulders and how he's ready to go. And this is what you would expect LeBron James to say going into a game like tonight's game five. Um, you know, for me, um, it's uh, putting our team in position to be successful. It starts with my approach. It starts with my accountability trickles down to everybody else. So, um, um, you know, these shoulders were built for a reason. And, um, you know, if it takes for me to put some more on top of it, then so be it. Win, lose, or draw, uh, I'm ready for the challenge. I, I believe that to be true. And if he's got to put some more on those shoulders, he's ready for it. He always has been nearly 20 years in his career, and that's never been an issue. The question for you, Slee, the question for Laker yeah. fans, 877-710-3776, how much does he need to put on those shoulders? How much – if LeBron scores 20 points, do the Lakers win? No, 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 he can't He can't do 20. Um, if he scores 25, do they win? Th- this is one of those nights he's probably going to have to put up 30. It right? feels like it, doesn't it? It needs, needs a 30. And by the way, what does that mean with the rest of his stat line? Oh, no, he's going to still have to dish out 10 assists. He's still going to have to get 12 rebounds. It's going to have to be one of those games. But – I think, and you know, we could throw this out to callers as well. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Trav, as much you know, I I really think LeBron's going to do his part. All right, I, I I would be surprised if we're sitting here tomorrow morning after I got COVID shot number two and I I got the chills. Uh, I'd be surprised that we're sitting here and we're saying LeBron didn't come through. 
but it's not going to be just like. When, but when okay, but th- these are th- these are two different questions. LeBron not coming through is one option, right? Which means he just doesn't play well. He scores, you know, eighteen. You need thirty. And, and, yeah, you need thirty. Th- then there is LeBron. Let let put it to this way. Let's say LeBron has a thirty-point triple double. Let me let me let me flip this a little bit. Okay. If LeBron James has a thirty-point triple double, can the Lakers still lose? Yes. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So the, the the question I'm getting at is how much above and beyond what what would LeBron have to do for you to say no? If he does that, there's no way they lose. Is it forty? Is it a forty point triple double? I I think a thirty point triple double. Listen. One player is going to be able to do so much. The question is going to become the question. Just I, I, I'm going to fall on this the rest of the you know the rest of the show. What are the other guys going to do? Because when I say a lot of guys get free passes, Trav, what I'm talking about is when Anthony Davis has a bad game, we talk about Anthony Davis. When mm-hmm. Anthony Davis has a good game, we talk about Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about everybody else on this roster. If AD doesn't play tonight, there is no. Dennis Schroeder does not have the luxury of scoring eight. Yeah, tonight. but it's never going to land on it. It, it may be they, they may lose because a guy like Dennis Schroeder or Kuz or KCP or whoever doesn't play particularly well. But that's never going to be the the conversation. The conversation is never going to be you know LeBron did everything he could. LeBron was thirty eight, thirteen, and ten, but Dennis Schroeder spit the bit, and so the Lakers lost. It's, it's just not going to go. But what, like whether that. it's you know the that con- as well as I do. but but Trav. It's one thing to say, is that the conversation? But it could be the reality, right? I mean, if it's not the re- if it's not the conversation, it's because uh, it's not the sexy story or the sexy topic. But that doesn't mean that that, that that's not the reality. Remember this? Uh, I think yesterday was the anniversary of the J.R. Smith play. You remember the J.R. Smith play where he thought, let's run out the clock when it's uh, when the game is tied after an offensive rebound? Do you yes. remember what LeBron's stat line was in that game? I think he had 94 points, 106 <laughs> rebounds, and 3,000 assists. 50-plus points. I think eight assists and eight rebounds. They still yeah. lost the game. Right. At the end of the day, LeBron's going to be LeBron. Are these other dudes going to help out? Because if they don't, six players scored in double figures for the Suns in that last game. If the Lakers don't have something like that, I don't know how you win. I, they, they win because LeBron will find a way to win. The, the Lakers' supporting cast has not really looked – all that great in this series. They they just Dennis Schroeder's had a good game twice, but beyond, he's not really no one's consistent. He, no one's consistent. He's a starter, right? Mm-hmm. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save. That's the number eight S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The rest of these guys are kind of all over the place. You know who's been pretty good for them, all things being equal? Caruso. Yeah, Gasol's been okay. Yeah. Yeah, Gasol. And again, we're talking about if Gasol gives you 12 or 13, that feels like a huge win. Mm -hmm. Caruso's entire game, and I like Alex Caruso. He's fun to watch. I I like everything about him. When LeBron's on the court, Alex Caruso's a pretty good player. When LeBron's not on the court, Alex Caruso is a non-factor. That's the entire team. It, (laughs) It it is, but at least Dennis Schroeder can create a bucket. Kyle Mm -hmm. Kuzma can create it. Caruso... With yeah, that's, LeBron James, that's not is, his strength, right? Is really good. Mm-hmm. Mike, he cuts to the basket really well. He's a defender. He's a hustle guy. All of these things. 
But when he's just out there with, even if it's just Anthony Davis, Caruso's mm-hmm. kind of one of those guys like, all right, bro, let's you know find me something. Um, Trav, I know we got a lot of a lot of callers that want to weigh in on this, so let let's do some of that when we come back too. We'll get a chance to hear from Laker fans on that front. All right, we're going to do that. Plus, Slee, I need you to get out your phone because I'm going to need you to delete some things. We'll do that. That's coming up. Speaking of creeper, Slee, I texted Ireland over the weekend <laughs> because when we were together uh, uh, doing the, tra- the Travis and Ireland and Travis golf tournament, yep. John introduced me to a cocktail on the golf course that I'd forgotten what was in it exactly. So okay. I texted him, like, hey, what was that thing? And he hit me back, and it's it's basically pineapple juice and tequila, and that's about it, basically. Talk about creepers. My God. Goodness, that thing is a sneaky, sneaky that sounds good. auction. It was fantastic. Just by the way, that, that, that promo says it. It has me saying creeper. I'm repeating what Funches said. That's nah, you. You're the creeper. You're, <laughs> you're, you're the creeper. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. You got me nervous now. About now, now I'm getting nervous about tonight's game. You should be. Before before the show started, I was talking about, like, no, I, I feel okay. I feel like even if they lose tonight, which I'd be more surprised they win tonight just because of the scenario. And, and Anthony Davis, let's wait to see what happens. But uh, he's still questionable day to day. Now I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. Now I, I think you have, you're churning me a little bit to uh, to start being a worried, uh, worried mother again. Yeah, well, it, because – I hate one-game situations, right? I do not like, okay, whatever happens tonight, that's it. You're either in or you're out. It's it's very, very nerve-wracking, especially when the other team has a guy like Devin Booker. You know, we talked about LeBron. De- Devin Booker has been a little inconsistent, not unexpected in his first playoff series, right? He'd go off for 40 tonight and no it, one would be surprised. In his sleep, he mm-hmm. could do that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think he could do it in a game seven, too, I just, I, I'd really rather not have to deal with that. I'd rather win five and six and keep it moving. I don't, all of those things are Chris, why I feel Chris the way Paul, it does. by the way, CP3, as good as he looked better. in game four, I mean, there was a point, I think, too, he hit one of those fadeaways over Drummond and said, I'm back, I'm back, shoulder was good. Um, that obviously, uh, that's part of the momentum that Phoenix is going to be riding. You want to take a couple of these calls? Let's do it. Let's start in Chatsworth. Let's go to the Valley. Kevin, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Um, the player who does not get a free pass is uh, Kyle Kuzma. Like, in the past uh, four games, like, he has not been a factor. Like, he hasn't been scoring. Like, I get that he was getting... Uh, rebounds and all that, and making defensive plays, but he, the guy's just like, like too shy to school the basketball. Thanks. Well, well, Kevin, it's crazy too, and I appreciate you calling in. That's not a conversation we used to have about Kuz of the guy um, not looking for a shot or whatever the case. Even though these last couple of games he's been looking for a shot, he's just not hitting any. Trav, my when 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 I nobody's going to give a free pass to Kuz. But I don't have confidence. If I told you today tonight's game is riding on Kuzma putting up 20, how do you mm-hmm. feel about that? I don't feel good about that. Not the way he's played through the early part of the series. If you would have told me, put, put it to you this way, a random game in the middle of January, and you said, hey, we need Kuz to get 20 tonight. I'd, yeah, sure, Kuz can get you 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a guy that can get you 20 occasionally. That's not asking too much. But the way that he's playing right now, yeah, it does, it does feel like a significant ask of him. All right, let's do another call. Let's go to Eric in La Puente. Eric, appreciate you calling in. You're on with uh, Travis and Sliwa. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, well, I think today LeBron has to score about – I think he has to score 50. If Kobe can do 60 in his 20th year, I think LeBron can do 50 
when we okay. meet him oh, the most. Stop, 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 be- stop, stop. The, the, hold on. The, the two circumstances, I'm not going to let that go. Uh, the, the, the difference between those two things, the, Kobe getting 60, he took 50 shots to get it. Okay, Kobe getting 60 in the last game of the season where nobody was playing for anything and the Jazz were basically saying, all right, let's see what you can do is very different than game five of the playoffs where every single body that they can throw at LeBron James, they're going to throw at LeBron James. So stop with that. But, uh, yeah, listen, I get his point. His point is the point, whether it's fair or it's not, he's, what he's trying to say is LeBron can put up 50. That's not on LeBron can do that. Would you be if we walked away tonight and LeBron put up 45 points tonight, would you be I think it would just kind of add to whatever LeBron's done, but I don't think, you know, we would all be going out of our way and saying, no, "Oh my no, god, no. I can't believe he did it." No, no, I I agree. Look, LeBron could get you 50. That's not the point, but the way that I heard that was that, well, if Kobe can get you 60 when he's right. 20, no, 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 right. no, no, no. No. That the, the circumstances are entirely different. That's that's just not apples to apples. That's apples to you know screwdrivers. It, it's mm-hmm. just it's just not the same thing at all. Let's try one more here. Let's go to Studio City and Noah. Noah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, gentlemen. Good to be back with you. Um, I uh, here's here's the thing with Anthony Davis. The, that play that he got injured on. Um, he kind of has no one to blame but himself. There was very little. I watched the replay of that 10 times. There was very little, if any, contact. Jay Crowder sort of started to move towards him. And instead of planting his feet and going up and tearing the rim down and playing through the contact, he tries like this dipsy do contorting, like, oh, I got to get out of the way. And he pretty much did it to himself. And that kind of epitomizes the whole Anthony Davis conundrum. It's like this guy just doesn't play like the body that he has. And unfortunately, you know, we got to like, as Laker fans, like big picture pulling back, we got to look at like four more years of this because, you know, LeBron, you know, no matter how great the guy is, he's certainly on the backside of his greatness. And there's just no way we're winning anything going forward with, quote, Anthony Davis as our best player. That's just never going to happen. He is a number two to the bone. That's just who that guy is. He's not an alpha dog. He's not an alpha dog in the way he plays. He's not an alpha dog in the way he carries himself. It's tough, but it's just kind of who he is, and we have to accept it. And if I could just say one other tiny thing, you know, um, Travis, I don't know if I can just let this go. I was on hold waiting before the end of last week on Friday, and I had a great take, but I heard you just mercilessly guac shaming. And I thought, <laughs> what is he talking about? Guac, guac goes with everything. Of course you can it put does. it on eggs. Uh, oh, God. Noah, do me a favor. Don't even waste the energy. This is just uh, <laughs> this see, portion of the show kills see, me. This, this is, hurts this me is, here. This is what happens. I was getting ready, and Noah, thank you for the call. This, this is what I was going to say to Noah's call. Yeah. This is exact. I, I had it all locked in my head and mm-hmm. thought out. I was going to say I have nothing to add to that because that was perfect. I was going to say I have nothing to add to that because that's perfect because everything he said, I agree with. Everything he said about if LeBron can't do it in year 18, then the Lakers 
are in some trouble. Yeah. About the, the way that he goes to the basket, talking about AD, about the fact that he's not comfortable in those situations the way that somebody, I had nothing to add to that. And then he had to go off the rails and bring the guacamole back into it. I was listening. So, if, I'm, if, I'm doing a, if I'm doing a post-game show where everybody's giving their reaction on a game and a dude calls and the first thing he says is, medium Wellesley, really? <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I said medium plus. That's number one. I said medium plus. Number two, they're bo- they're give me willing. your What's point the on the Lakers, all right? We're in the middle of a post-game show here. Um, you know, Chad, the only thing that I'll say, and I, I think uh, it, it's really, really tough, and I'm not saying that we can't have this conversation, but it's so tough to talk past this year at this moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because we're in the middle of this situation, can Anthony Davis be the best player on a championship team? I think you got to have if AD you got to have somebody comparable exactly what AD is like that level in my opinion. Uh, obviously LeBron is on a different level, but let's have that conversation when we get to the off season, and hopefully that conversation isn't in a week from now because of the scenario that the Lakers are in right now with the Suns. Yeah, it, it's hard not to though, right, Slee? It's hard not to see what we're seeing and know what we know, namely LeBron's resume and i'm not talking about all the accomplishments i'm just talking about how long Age. it is right sure, sure. That he's been in this for 18 years and know that the again this goes back to something we started this whole show with not just today but lakers are need it's championship or bust nobody cares if you why did you get it or not and that's why the anthony davis conversation is always so interesting i have a thought on anthony davis that i want to get to as well and plusly it is time right it is time we're going to give away a little bit of laker tickets we're going to give away a chance for you to take. Okay, is someone. this next? Is is it next segment? We, we have, how many more up? do we have? I still this back. No, let's, let's give it away next segment right before the dump. Let's do okay. it. Let's give it away next segment. We'll give it away. Slee's put together some. He's going to make it easy. He's going to make it not so easy on you. We'll do that next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, so here's what we're doing. Slee's got some uh, trivia for you. If you get the question right, if you get on the air and get the question right, you are going to get a pair of tickets to Game 6 at Staples Center. I'm nervous for the fans. Thursday night, Lakers-Suns, Game 6. Could be a closeout. Well, it's going to be a closeout game for one team. Right? right. We'll, we'll see whether or not uh, it's a closeout game for the Lakers. So go ahead and make that call. 877-710-ESPN. Number again, 877 877- Seven ten three seven seven six, and very quickly before we go to that, Slee, I just wanted to say that you know we're talking about Anthony Davis. Yep. And 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 here's the part that the, the call I think it was Noah that said this. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. That he's not not going to be that guy. He's not comfortable being that guy. He's not about that. And, And I tend to agree with him. What's wrong with being the greatest number two in the history of that league? Because that's what he might be. Right? Is, is that such a bad thing? Is that such an insult to say to a guy, no one has been better Robin than you have? Because that feels what he is. He's, he's terribly important. He's unbelievably gifted and talented. Mm-hmm. He's a, essential to their success. But he's not LeBron. He's not Magic. He's not Kobe. He's not one of those guys. That's not an insult. Okay, so let, let's just look at this real quick. So, Michael, obviously, Scottie Pippen's known as the number two guy. Um, yep. Hall of Famer, six NBA championships. Uh, nobody is going to 
discredit his career and what he accomplished. All right? And go down the list. Remember, Kobe and Shaq days, Shaq was winning all the finals MVPs, right? And then Kobe mm-hmm. obviously took over the Lakers as his career progressed. Um, it's not uncommon. And, and if I'm Anthony Davis and I'm sitting here and I'm playing with one of the greatest to ever do it, it's okay not to win finals MVP. The question I think Noah has and that you put up is, okay, well, what happens when LeBron's not there anymore? Can then Anthony Davis be that guy, or does he still have to just be a Robin to Batman? You know what I mean? So there's got to be somebody else that comes in. So uh, that's the uh, – I guess you could say that's the way that, to, to play that out there. All right, so okay. you ready? Okay, so seven 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 ten ESPN. We still got a, a line or two that you might be able to jump on. Maybe not. They're filling up pretty darn fast. How do you want to do this, Lee? What, which of your unbelievably detailed, thoughtful, insightful questions are you going to lead off with? And let, who are you let me set let me set up. So we got Lakers trivia here. The chance is to win two tickets to Game Six Lakers and the Suns at Staples Center. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Okay. Let's take a caller, and then uh, I'll throw out the question. By the way, this is not going to be one of those things, Trav. Al asked the question, and somebody didn't get it right, and then they get the same question. No, no, no. Then we yeah. move on. It's a different question after that. New, okay? qu- new caller, new question. New caller, new question. Okay, let's start with Richard, who is calling us, driving on the 10 East Freeway. Richard, what's going on? Thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? All right. Okay, Ooh, I'm ready? over here sweating Pre- with the AC on. <laughs> Pressure is on, Richard. There's two Lakers seats up for grabs. Don't blow it. Okay. Hey, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him, all right? Uh, here we go. Richard. Richard. Yes. Name five Laker players and jersey Are numbers you? retired at Staples Center. Take your time. Oh, okay. J- well, just go one yeah, at a time. Here. Okay. What number? Richard there? Where'd he Cal go? Number two. Is Kobe Calvert hold on. Two. Start, start, hold on, Richard. Start over. We lost you. We, all we heard was Shaq. What number does Shaq have? Oh, 34. Okay, give me another okay. one. Jerry West, 44. That's two right there. Uh, Chamberlain, 13. Will Chamberlain is number 13. That's close. three right there. Just need two more. Okay. Now, does Kobe Calvert 2, 8 and 24? No. No, no, but you got Kobe. It's okay. You got Kobe. That's four. You just need one more Laker player and jersey number retired at Staples Center. Holy crap. My mind is blank. Um, Nine, two, 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 two. eight, seven, six, Come on, five, Richard. Four. Algin Baylor, number three. Who? Elgin no, Baylor. no, that's the wrong answer. No, it's not wrong. there. Oh! I'm sorry, Richard. I'm sorry, Richard. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Richard, 22, Richard. Thank you. 22. Uh, how, Richard, but, okay, magic. So, just sweet. do magic. Thirty-two, how, do Kareem. Thirty-three. Say, he got the magic tough ones. And Kareem. He got magic the tough He didn't ones. say magic or cream. No, oh, he man. did Shaq. He did Kobe. He did Wilt, and he did Jerry West. Wow. Okay, but let me let me say this. The dude was on point. He was getting the tough. He ones. was on I mean, fire. Jerry West to get Wilt to get those. Uh, he was he was on his way. Okay, that, that this just opens it up That's for more tough, opportunities tough break, for other Laker fans. Okay, let's go to. Chris in San Pedro. Chris, thank you for calling into 710 ESPN. You ready, Chris? Yep. Okay, here we go. Six Lakers head coaches have won championships. Can you name four of them? Uh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Phil uh, Jackson. Take your word for it. Okay. Let's go. Chris, we got We lose Phil Chris? Jackson. Can you name four of them? 
Okay, Chris is gone. Thank you, Chris. Oh. We appreciate uh, the time there. You got one. You got one too. Okay, let's go to let's go to Alfredo in Long Beach. Alfredo, thank you for calling in. All right, Alfredo, you ready for this? You got uh, two tickets on the line for this uh, Thursday. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, here we go. Can you name the starting five for the Lakers in Game Seven versus the Boston Celtics in 2010? What? So just think of this. Game seven for the Lakers, okay? The starting Sweet. five against the Boston Celtics. Can you name the starting no five? Ever oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> so we got five. Paul Gasol. Okay. Kobe Bryant. Okay. Uh, Derek Fisher. That's three of them. You got two more, buddy. Uh, Andrew Bynum. That's four of them. Whoa! Get the last All right. one. All right. Come on. Um, oh, man. Trevor. Ten. Trevor Ariza. My man, I'm sorry. That was a great guess. 2010 was meta. Trev, that wasn't as hard as you thought. That was actually, the guy was on the right track there. Uh, uh. You got to keep going. You got to give somebody one that they can get. Now we're talking, we're doing Lakers Lakers (laughs) playoff tickets here, Trev. Okay, let's do another one. Um, Let's go to, who do you want to pick here, Trev? Your pick. My pick, uh, all right, I choose, if it is my pick, I need to pull up my sheet here. <laughs> Where did this stupid thing go? Um, all right, I choose Paul in Studio City. All right, Paul. Ready, Paul? Let's go, Paul. Come on, buddy. I'm ready. All right, Paul. Lakers have 17 total championships. How many How many have they won in L.A.? L.A. only. Uh, Eleven. It's a good guess. It's not it's correct. Close. 12 close. is the right number. People uh, forget. You know which one they're forgetting? They're forgetting the 72 championship. They're forgetting the Jerry West. Uh, they're forgetting that championship. So, obviously, right, five sleep. in the Showtime era. Okay. Go into your bag and find your easiest one here. Um, I don't know if I have any easy ones. Let's do another one here. <laughs> Fernando in Beaumont. Fernando, here we go. Fernando, you ready? Yes. Okay. How many shots did Kobe Bryant take in his final game versus the Utah Jazz when he scored 60? How many shots did he take? 50 shots. Yeah! My man. My there man. There we go. We got it. Fernando. Thank Way you, my go, man. Way to go, Fernando. I was about to say, where's thank all the real Laker fans you. at? Okay, stay stay on the air. Funch is going to take your information. You're going to game uh, You're going to game. Six Lakers and the Suns, courtesy of 710 ESPN. Who's going with you, Fernando? Who gets that other ticket? I don't know. Probably my son. Ah, good answer. Good answer, Fernando. Fantastic. All right, right. good job. We're coming back with the dump. Congratulations to Fernando. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, I'm going to start with this one. This one's a little personal, and it's me. The UC Santa Barbara Gauchos qualify for the NCAA baseball tournament. They finish the season on an eight-game winning streak. They will open up regional play against Oklahoma State in Tucson. That's coming up on Friday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Where are we watching? Uh, Where are we watching? Um, uh, I'm busy on that day. What time is their game at? (laughs) 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. I'm going to – I got a. I got a lot of things uh, piling up on Friday. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm just looking at my schedule right now. 
congratulations to my Gauchos head coach, Andrew Check. It's no, that's a awesome. great season. That's, that's love, great. love to see my Gauchos in the tournament. All right, very quickly, Naomi Osaka uh, withdraws from the French Open. Remember to say, find her earlier for refusing to speak to the media uh, uh, after one of her victories. Um, Slee, I don't, I don't get this. If she doesn't want to talk, why do we want to make her talk? If she doesn't want to do it, that seems to be well within her right to not want to speak. I don't quite understand this. Well, I actually don't know how – I love how, you know, a lot of social media, specifically players, right, athletes, have kind of come out in her support and said, hey, you know what, we stand by you. And, and she – power to her for saying, okay, well, if you guys are going to make me do this, you know what, I'm just going to – I'm not going to play in the rest of the tournament. I mean, you want to talk about kind of showing your le- or your power, your leverage, because – Here's the reality. Um, she is the biggest name in tennis at the moment, right? And just from from what she's doing. I know Serena, I, I, but she is the sure. biggest name where she ranks. I think she's number two in the world. Um, maybe they, they can do it. Maybe they can make her do it because it's in her contract. I don't have the answer to that, but I'm sure there are players in the NBA, the NFL, you have to talk to the media. Remember Marshawn uh, – or remember uh, – who was it? Wait, who was it was doing it? Was Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch? Yeah, Marshawn yeah, Lynch here, kept so saying – I was just here, so yeah. I don't get fined. So she didn't want to obviously be a part of that, and a lot of people are showing support for it. The hypocrisy involved in then the French Open officials coming out and saying that she has withdrawn for her refusal to take questions, and then they refused to take questions on uh, her withdrawal. So yeah, that, probably uh, should have took a couple questions. Probably should have said, hey, uh, we're not going to do what we're – they should have got fined. Today is National Heimlich Maneuver Day, Slee. Have you ever had to do the Heimlich Maneuver on somebody? No, and I, I pray that I'm not in a position to – I pray for that person that they're not in a position where they need me to do the Heimlich. <laughs> You're not the guy? You're not going to do it? Not the guy. I could see you being somebody that – everybody get out of I the way. I, I did really? it once. I did it once. Really? Yeah. I, I, it was my son, my youngest son. He was maybe seven or eight. Uh, big bite of pizza. And all of a sudden, we're sitting at the oh dinner table. Oh, my gosh. And he turns blue, like literally blue. And my wife was there. Jeez. And like I mentioned, my wife is a pediatric nurse. So I knew that she could do it if I couldn't. But I hopped up and behind him and did pop. And a big chunk of cheese and dough comes flying out. And, uh, yeah, it was it, it works. How about that? That's unbelievable. I had no yeah. – and, you know, I, I know we do this, this final – usually it's kind of very loose with throwing a lot of topics in. Damn, that's crazy. It was wild. It was it was super scary and also kind of exhilarating at the last moment. And again, it, it helped a lot knowing that uh, my wife was going to bail me out if it didn't happen. Happy thirty sixth birthday, Slee, okay. to none other than Swaggy P, who mm. turns thirty six years old today. First thing that comes to mind with Swaggy P is the shot he puts it up, puts both of his hands up, starts turning around, and then realizes that it missed. That's <laughs> a good one. I'm That's not kidding. One. That's the first thing that I, I think of. I always think of Nick Young. The dude had such a good personality. I mean, he's always, um, always a, it seemed like one of those guys that just kind of, I guess you could put it, enjoyed life, and NBA was just a part of that. But that's the first thing I think of. That that we've seen Steph Curry do it. We've seen LeBron do it. You take a jumper, you just start turning around. Nick Young will be known for taking the jumper that he actually missed. You guys don't think he, of the D'Angelo Russell? Beef? I was just gonna say D'Angelo Russell for me. The the D'Angelo Russell debacle with the young the young Lakers, and that was that was one yep. of those things that led you to you know what. Maybe going young isn't a super great idea. The, the, the Lakers don't need to grow things from the ground up. The Lakers can go buy some finished products and put this thing together because the, I, I have not heard Nick Young's name since then. I have not heard D'Angelo Russell's name since then and not thought of that incident first and foremost. Do you remember this? Do you remember that uh, they had a post-game interview one time? And I want to say maybe it was 
I want to say it was Jeremy Lin, and he's doing the post game on the court. I think it was with Trudell. And out of nowhere, Nick Young comes in. I forget who else came in, and they were just all clowning around. It was Boozer. <laughs> That's right. I remember. And then Kobe, I want to say the next day or a couple days later, is on one of these. Could have been Kimmel. Kimmel. It was on Kimmel. 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 And he's just sitting there, and just his look on his face, I'm like, Oh my Kobe gosh, Death's does there. that not perfectly explain the Lakers franchise right now? No, it was it was perfect because it was just a a snapshot. It, it's a one, two pictures, I guess. The picture of Kobe and the picture of the guys goofing around a little bit. And it just, you can't have both of those things at the same time. You can have a bunch of goofy guys that don't care if they're getting their butt kicked. You can have that. It, it, it happens. But if you put that together with one of the most relentless competitors in the history of pro sports, yeah, not a that's good kind of a that's kind of a weird uh, a weird combination along the way. Happy birthday, eighty four, eighty four Morgan. Okay, Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Your, yeah. your your favorite Morgan Freeman movie, Shawshank. Mm. Yeah, Shawshank is one of those movies that no yeah. matter what comes on, it could be 10 minutes in and you mm-hmm. know that you've got three hours to go or you could come in halfway, you could come in with 20 minutes left, you're settling in for the rest of it, and it's mostly because of Morgan Freeman. Uh, seven. Ooh, seven so is dark. so good. So, so good. Dark. It's, it's very dark. Absolutely guy, dark, but it's, you know, you just kind of can't. You've obviously watched it enough times where it's okay. You don't got to watch it now, but some of those What's scenes. What's in the box? What's in oh. the box? <laughs> okay, so here's That the was question. too much. That here's was too the much. Question. Mm-hmm. Of all of the seven deadly sins, right, yeah. that they were going through, which yeah. of those was the most disturbing to you? Because for me, it was the guy in the basement with the giant knife strapped to his body that I'm never going to forget again. That was just terribly what was upsetting. The, what was the one for a gluttony? What was the, well, the guy uh, had to cut off two pounds of his own flesh to put it on that scale? Yeah, it was, I'm good. Was, you know, yeah, guys, I've never seen a movie. Thanks for ruining it for me. Well, it's been out 25 years. That's more. Yeah, hey, our bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Hey, uh, Funch, turn off your headset. Ready? Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't mean to throw that out there and ruin it for you, but that's the way that it goes. That's All awesome. right, so we get it tonight. What happens tonight? Lakers and Suns. Game five in Phoenix. Uh, Lakers, you, you said you don't think they're going to win this game tonight. AD plays, Lakers will really? win. If No, no, I'm saying if AD plays, oh. Lakers will win. If AD doesn't play, I, I don't expect the Lakers to win. That does not mean they don't win the series. I'm telling you it doesn't mean that they don't win the series, but that, that, that'd be my prediction. I think LeBron comes out tonight and gives you a, another classic LeBron James performance, another LeBron James performance that you put up there against all of the other ones that he's put together, and this time it's in a Laker uniform, and they mm. go and they take off from here. That's my wish, my hope. We'll see you tomorrow. I hope we're talking about all that. Travis and Salee, 710 ESPN.